You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You are listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast, and today we're talking about birth spacing. I'm joined by Amy Nussbaum, the Maternal Child Health Director with the March of Dimes Utah Market. Thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about birth spacing, and that might be um, terminology that isn't that familiar to everyone. And so we're going to get into that, but we're also going to talk about a great support system um, that kind of goes hand in hand with birth spacing as well, and that's the March of Dimes. Um, Give us a little information about what the March of of Dimes does. Absolutely. So just a little bit of information. So March of Dimes leads the fight for the health of all moms and babies. That's our mission statement. Um, So we believe that all babies deserve the best possible start. Unfortunately, we know that um, not all babies get one. Um, And just a little background about some of our work. So we support um, moms through every stage of their pregnancy journey, even when everything just doesn't go according to plan. Um, we do education with families as well as medical professionals to make sure that moms and babies are getting the best possible care. Um, we work with both on a national and local level with different organizations um, that are committed to helping moms, babies, and families. And we also do a lot of um, advocacy work. So we support policies that um, improve the health of moms and babies. And while a lot of our work goes into um, preterm birth prevention and education, today we've started to expand a little bit more um, and really focus on, while we continue to focus on decreasing prematurity, um, really focus on maternal health as well and maternal morbidity and mortality and looking um, and helping address some of the underlying factors that affect maternal and infant health, such as um, different health inequities um, and some social issues. Mm-hmm. So. Why is this important? Well, you may be aware moms and babies today, they're really facing this urgent health um, crisis. The preterm birth rate has increased uh, three years in a row, and there's some preliminary data that shows that it will um, potentially be increasing for a fourth year in a row. Um, The United States has one of the worst preterm birth Mm. rates of developed countries. And just to give you an idea, about 4 million babies are born each year in the United States, and about 380,000 of them are born prematurely. So that's one in 10 babies. Um, And it's one of the lead, prematurity is one of the leading causes of infant death and a significant cause of long-term health problems. So I wanted to just put that in perspective for Mm -hmm. you. So one of the reasons why we talk about birth spacing um, is that it appears that it can be an important intervention um, to be used to help decrease a woman's risk of having um, a preterm birth. And we know, as we mentioned, preterm babies tend to have more health problems than full-term babies. Right. And we can talk a little bit more as we jump into birth spacing. Absolutely, so that is a great segue in, in regards to talking about that you know, premature birth and, and birth spacing being a factor that can play into preventing that. Talk to us a little bit about what birth spacing sure. is. absolutely. So birth spacing refers to the time between one um, one child's birth and the conception of the next pregnancy. So I always just clarify, it's not from one birth to the next birth, it's from when she gives birth to when the next pregnancy, um, she conceives when the next pregnancy Mm -hmm. starts. Um, And that's also known as interpregnancy interval. So birth spacing or interpregnancy interval. Um, And 
So March of Dimes really feels that um, a birth spacing time of at least 18 months is um, what we feel is optimal birth spacing. Um, and just to give you a little bit of perspective, about a third of all births in the United States have short interpregnancy intervals of less than 18 months. And the data is um, kind of similar for Utah as well. Some busy moms. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Talk a little bit about you know why it is so important. We talked about, of course, premature birth, um, but there's other reasons, not just for baby, but also for mom, why birth spacing is so important. Sure, so it's definitely important, um, and just a little bit more for, for babies. So there's some data that this optimal birth spacing, um, so at least 18 months, can reduce the risk for poor birth outcomes, such as pre-birth, such as preterm birth, but also for, um, for low birth weight um, as well. Um, and we also know that pregnancies that have spacing of six months or less also tend to have the highest risk of complications. Um, and there's also, there's many theories. Some people ask, you know, what's why, what's the mm -hmm, case? Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of these theories, just like, you know, prematurity, there's, you know, over two thirds of the causes, we, we still don't know. Right. Um, and so, there's different theories, you know, related to why the birth spacing is important. As you can imagine, it's Pregnancy is a huge stress to, to, to a body, to a body. To a right? Body. It's, yeah. it's a lot. Um, and so some of these theories are related to like maternal um, nutritional depletion mm -hmm. or, you know, the her folate levels. And depending um, on, you know, if, if you're breastfeeding and how you're exactly. supplementing your baby after birth as well. I mean, your body is still continuing right. to go through changes, not just from already giving birth, but now, you know, raising your baby right. and the sleep deprivation that women Right. can see and in everything so right. yeah your body has to it's a huge stress and so yeah i mean we feel that like planning pregnancy planned pregnancies tend to be healthier pregnancies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so let's talk about the importance of planning sure. pregnancies i'm sure um some may hear the word well yes plan your pregnancy and people go oh easier said than done exactly but there are ways that you can you can do sure. that Sure, and why, and we'll talk about that, mm -hmm. you know, so why, so as I mentioned, plan, pre, planned pregnancies tend to be healthier, more, just to throw it out, more and more women are having babies older, mm -hmm. um, into their 40s, um, and more and more women, whether it's age-related or not, um, have um, underlying or chronic illnesses, um, and so it's really important to use that time um, to focus on on being healthy. And so even though, you know, March of Dimes says greater than 18 months, some organizations may say more. I think the real focus is just using that interpregnancy inter interval to, um, to focus on yourself and plan the next pregnancy. And just, so for example, um, so for women with chronic medical conditions, so, you know, diabetes mm -hmm. or, um, you know, like type one or type two diabetes or hypertension or thyroid disease. Well, you know, some of your sugar levels or your thyroid levels can be affected by pregnancy, um, as well as some of the medications that you take. Some of the, you know, maybe there's some blood pressure medications that are not optimal for mm -hmm. pregnant women, and there's something else that she should be switched to. Um, so it's important for a woman to follow up with her physician to make a like a preconception health visit, but right. also um, with her provider, and then also see her specialist to make sure that she's 
fully prepared, you know, that she's as healthy as she can be with her chronic illness and w that she's on the appropriate medications for a pregnancy. Right, right. Um, and then it's also, aside from women that have chronic illness, it's also important for women that have already had a prior preterm birth. So we know um, having a preterm birth is a pretty strong clinical risk factor for having a subsequent preterm birth. It can confer about a one and a half to two-fold increased risk that she'll have a preterm birth with her next or an, uh, a subsequent pregnancy. Um, so I think it's, it's also important to just, for a woman to take that time to learn um, about things that she can, you know, to get healthy, to learn about things yeah. that she can do. And there are some, um, for certain women that have had a preterm birth, there are some, t some medications for some women um, that they can take with their next pregnancy. And while they wouldn't need to take that until they're pregnant, um, it's important to know about your options, options before are. you're pregnant, right? Yeah. And then lastly, it's important for all women, so not just women that have... <laughs> right, we have to take care right. of ourselves, and sometimes, especially as moms, exactly. we forget to take care of ourselves right. first because we're taking care of so many others before us. Right. Um, but we have to listen to our bodies right. and take so, care of them. Completely. I mean, as we mentioned, pregnancy is a huge stress, so physically mm -hmm. it's important. Mentally, it's important to make sure that you're, you know, in a good mental health state. And if you're not, make sure that you talk to your provider. Um, it's also important to make sure that um, if you, before you even get pregnant, to make sure that you're taking multivitamins with folic acid. Um, you know, if you smoke or, you know, you're taking any other medications to make sure that, you know, that you get help to stop smoking or, um, you know, talk to your doctor about medications, mm -hmm. other medications that you're taking, and then also to make sure that you're as healthy as you can, that, you know, yeah. you're exercising and you get at a healthy weight for you to become pregnant. And then utilizing the proper contraceptives as well in between those pregnancies is another way to help with the planning. Exactly. So, you know, we kind of have a little a little list and, um, you know, we have some information and it's really easy just, you know, we list like, so what are some things that a woman can do with regards to birth spacing and planning pregnancies? So we generally say, okay, she can wait 18 months or more um, after having a baby before getting pregnant again. And, you know, just really simple terms to say to the, you know, woman, well, that means that your baby is going to be a year and a half before you start getting pregnant again. Mm -hmm. um, using, as you mentioned, effective birth control until you're ready to get pregnant, and then talking to your healthcare provider um, about birth control options. So, and we won't go into you know detail, but there's many different types of right. birth control options. Um, you know, many women opt for things called LARCs or long-acting reversible contraceptives, which is an IUD or an implant. Um, and we know that you know we know they're very safe. And you know, I always will recommend it if. If um, a woman is interested in that, just maybe you're thinking, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Just, just take a step back and say, well, I need to have a backup form of contraception before mm -hmm. I go. Sometimes we, you know, we, we forget. Um, but I think probably the best contraceptive for a woman is one that she's most comfortable with and then she's going to use correctly. Mm -hmm. um, and then just we always make sure that we say, even though this is sort of what we call optimal birth spacing, at least 18 months, if a woman's older than 35, and that's my, you know that's many of us, um, mm -hmm. if she's had a miscarriage or a stillbirth, it's important just to talk to her provider specifically to find out um, how long she should wait because they may have different recommendations than the 18 months. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we say, of course, waiting 18 months or more it doesn't it doesn't mean for sure that you know her next baby won't be born prematurely, but 
but it can help. But it can help, definitely. And we have a whole Baby Your Baby podcast on contraceptives as Great. well. So women can go there and get more information on the different options uh, for them too. Um, anything else that you feel like women should know about birth spacing? So... So I think that's it. I mean, it's a lot of information. Um, a lot of good of information. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. But just so women are aware, so we have information on our website. Sometimes people are more vis- visual learners. Mm-hmm. So marchofdimes.org. Um, while we do have, like, purchasable material, we do have... Um, health action sheets, which um, are free. They're right now in English and Spanish that are, you know, go through some of the things I just spoke and they're, they're very um, friendly for patients. Um, we do have information through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's March of Dimes. Um, and we do have a new Facebook community page, um, which is really a nice, it's a safe space to connect with families um, across the nation just to offer like support and, and comfort and friendship. And that's March of Dimes community. Um, which is so, so great because yeah. That is something that women need to be proactive about is reaching out and knowing that they're not the only ones going through something like this or dealing with a, a premature birth or talking about right. you know, birth spacing yeah, and things like women, that. You're not alone. They're everywhere. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Amy, thank you so much thank for being you. with us and for all of the great tips on birth spacing. Thanks so much. And thank you for listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast. for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.